This week I'll be interviewing Andreas Landau. Andreas is joining me to talk about his early editing career as an assistant on such projects as Escaped Canada, as well as being a part of the editing team for Let's All Hate Toronto. He's currently editing Rites of Passage, a documentary series which will begin airing in January of 2009. Thanks for joining me, Andreas. Yeah, you're welcome, Gordon. Let's start off with what made you want to become an editor? Well, first of all, I started uh, the career by uh, actually studying uh, recording engineering. So I always had a passion for sound. So that's basically uh, how I started. I went to school in uh, Buenos Aires, Argentina. I had a recording engineering uh, degree uh, there. Basically, that was the start for me on the field. What I uh, started doing was recording music and uh, sound designing music for film and television. By being in the in the audio field and by uh, working with, with different uh, projects, and I was uh, working in, uh, in, in recording studios and doing uh, location sound for film and television. That was basically my start. Uh, by working in, in location sound, I was able to go behind and go to post-production and uh, try to uh, work in different projects by doing sound post-production and sound editing and sound mixing. So that gave me a perspective, basically, of a sound process since uh, you start the project until you finish it. I had the opportunity uh, to work on a, on a short film, which is I, I did the sound design and I did the, uh, the sound uh, mix. And I was very close with the, uh, with the actual picture editor of the film was was that dreaming is that what you're talking about uh, no that was that was uh, that was uh, it was called plan ahead okay it was a short film uh co-directed by uh two uh female argentinian directors in uh, in canada and um i had the opportunity to uh during the post-production process of the film i was able to work with the uh with the video editor on a on a day-to-day basis. I was able to have training on it, uh, not formally at that point, but that kind of led me to, uh, to you know, open my interest on the uh, video editing part of the process as well, and not only on the uh, audio process. How did you go about making that transition from the audio side to the video side? It was a very interesting transition uh, for me since um, I, uh, I always liked the uh, audiovisual arts and I always wanted to... Uh, combine the uh, these two uh, aspects of the uh, post-production and I thought that was a great opportunity for me to be able to add that knowledge into the uh, post-production process of any kind of production. So if it was a, a film or a series or a commercial or anything that I was working on on the uh, audio and sound aspect of it I was able now to add the video part, and with my sound editing skills, I was able to uh, somehow adapt myself to the uh, process of video editing. There's lots of editors out there who start off in sound. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, it could be a very common thing. I mean, I felt like I was very comfortable in Mm -hmm. that uh, position. I felt like I was... uh, and uh, in a way, for me, it was a way to integrate all my knowledge that I had prior to start uh, doing this and, you know, be able to to help in a, in a short film for me as a, as a first-time editor was uh, a very positive thing. 
And then with a formal training, I decided to give it a try and uh, put more hours into uh, into the system. I was able to uh, start working with um, different projects and um, directors and producers that, for me, by working with uh, different different people and different methods of working, I was able to learn the different approaches that, you know, video editing, I believe nowadays, you can find. For me, I found very interesting the variety of uh, ways that you can approach the editing. For example, I can say that it was a very enrichment experience to be able to work on a documentary as an editor, to be able to work side by side with with a director and to be able to experience the uh, day-to-day process of editing, basically. You establish a relationship, you you, there's there's a way of actually approaching maybe the documentary editing mm-hmm. that I really felt comfortable in that zone. And that also, you know, helped me approach different uh, productions. When you work on a, on a series, you can understand how the process is which, because there's more people involved. There's more levels of approval. There's more variables. There's uh, different ways for me to be able to work and get at the end to uh, a final product that you're comfortable and you're happy. You mentioned the relationships with your clients. For young editors just starting out, how do you go about building these relationships? Well, I think, first of all, you got to be open to uh, to new ideas and open to uh, new ways of workflow. I would say that you have to be very honest about uh, and, and, and know your uh, limitations within the system itself or the, the limitations of, of your knowledge. That way you establish a very, I would say, honest relationship between either the director or yourself or the producer and you'll be able to have a, a very clean starting point. From from that point, depending on the project that you would that you would do, if it's a documentary and you will be working with a with a director and a uh, very close for a certain period of time, I found that very interesting because you try to interpret him to see his vision. It's always a good thing to talk about the uh, the project the, to uh, share the vision that someone had at the time of the shooting because I also believe that uh, in this case a film can be, could have a fresh new start on the edit suite because you can, when you write a film, you have a certain vision or a certain uh, goal that you want to go to when you shoot it it's an interpretation of that script that someone wrote and Mm -hmm. i believe that that third step which is the edit suite you know the post-production you have to be very uh, careful and to respect the other two steps that already happen and to be able to get into the director's head and to try to understand the whole concept of something that had already started in the writing process and the uh, shooting process now is very important for you to understand i believe and um, to try to uh, transmit that and to have your input as well but also knowing where everything started, how everything started, or where everything is coming from. That I think that is, you know, very important for a documentary experience. I would say, or documentary work. Whereas, for example, when I worked on a 10-episode series during the Toronto Film Festival, where we had to basically every day you have to edit a show and you have to air a show, 
And that's a completely different organization and a different way of approach a um, editing uh, job, I would say. What struggles did you find early on in your career that you had to sort of overcome to get into the editing room? Yeah, well, for me, the biggest struggle was to be able to kind of create a name or to create confidence in, 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 in your work. For me, specifically, it was even harder because I wasn't born in this country. I didn't have a, a work experience in Canada before actually I started working in this industry. So I have worked in Argentina before I came here. So for me to be able to kind of start fresh, brand new again, it was a little bit harder. So I had to create some work. I had to approach directors and uh, production companies where I was able to work in, in a, on a different uh, level, basically, and and slowly, you know, gain their trust, gain experience, and, and feel comfortable uh, working in different environments. And I think it's a matter of uh, you feeling comfortable with, with the work that you've done, with the challenges that um, the new jobs might ask you and uh, if you are able to respond and uh, be honest and deliver, I think that's uh, very important because that will lead to better things, to more work, to networking, to uh, to be able to know other people in the industry. And that will be my recommendation, just to be, just to not jeopardize your integrity, you know? And mm. I think that's, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's very important in this industry because yeah. uh, one thing leads to another one. So let me ask you, because on um, Escape to Canada, you were an assistant editor. Yes. So what did you learn in the assistant role that you've carried on into the editing role? Well, in the, um, as an assistant editor, you learn the collaboration with the, uh, with the editor and the uh, director and and from that uh, perspective uh, and to be able to help the uh, the main editor in, in different uh, little tasks that, that you can do you learn how how they work how how they approach their style and you basically learn learn for when you are actually when you're able and when you're in that position of uh, of the editor, you uh, basically you have experience and, and you know what to expect from the assistant editor, and um, that will give you a, a, a base of how to approach and organize the uh, the project from the login and capturing until the online process and the outputting. I would say. What about working on Let's All Hate Toronto? Because that's a very different style of documentary in the sense that it's more um, almost like a travel log across Canada. Yes, it was very interesting for me to be able to work again with Albert Nirenberg and uh, Rob Spence in this case. Let's All Hate Toronto is a documentary where when I worked on the online mainly all the footage was in hdv but we also had uncompressed hd uh, footage as well as mm -hmm. standard definition footage and we also had very low resolution footage so it was a challenge for me to be able to convert all the form those formats into um to a final hd timeline and to go through the whole process of color correction and versioning the uh, the film for different purposes. I think it was a challenge. I think it was 
it was very positive, and I really like to be able to uh, work with Albert on a second uh, time as we did before in uh, Escape to Canada. The other question is, you did a um, small project for PlayStation, the Dreaming short that we had talked yes, about. Yes. Um, how did that come about? Yes, um, in this case, uh, I was able to... Um, I always try to, when I have a chance and when I have time, to to also keep working in, in Location Sanu, which is something that I really enjoy and like. And uh, in this case, this was a, a worldwide project that PlayStation, Sony, they put together, and it's called Shoot. They chose the um, uh, five upcoming uh, young directors from the world, and they assigned five mentors to each project. Uh, in this case, the film that I was able to work in, uh, it's called The Dreaming. Director is uh, Anthony Green uh, from Canada, and the executive producer that was attached was Jerry Brockenheimer. And it was uh, shot on, uh, on red camera in uh, Algonquin Park this summer of uh, 2008, and they released the uh, film as a part of this project and uh, I believe people can now download this film through their PlayStations and through their PSP consoles, basically through an internet download. Uh, okay. And uh, as a part of a, of, a, of a project that Sony is releasing, and they're trying to push their uh, media content through their platforms, which are uh, PlayStation 3. What films or film editors do you look to for um, inspiration when you're cutting? I believe Walter Murch, he wrote a book. In the blink of an eye? In the blink of an eye. <laughs> <laughs> Have you read that? Oh, yeah. Well, so. I get, that's one of the books that I read and I, and I have. And I think by reading his, uh, his uh, experience and his, uh, his stories there, you, I learned a lot from him. And I always... I always like sometimes to go back and open that and uh, give it a, a read again and just to learn from from him and just to see and to learn about how the process that he approached different uh, films, I think it was very valuable to me and uh, helped me a lot to, you know, in order for me to make uh, certain decisions throughout my career, I would say. Mm -hmm. I have one more question for you. And I ask this of everyone I interview. What is your favorite guilty pleasure film? <laughs> uh, um, that's a very good question. <laughs> I comes to my mind, um, Requiem for a Dream. Okay. But uh, you caught me off guard. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you very much for allowing me to interview. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Gordon. Thank Not you very a much. I'd like to thank Andreas Landau, as well as Lauren Woodcock, my producer. I'd also like to wish everyone a happy and safe holidays. I'm Gordon Burkell. Thanks for listening.